I want to say that this album taught me how to be a bad bitch. It was really my awakening. Like it was the emancipation of Mimi, but it was the awakening of Offer Me. You know, it was, I've always loved Mariah Carey. I especially love Mariah Carey because she's always had this reputation of being a diva and it's never stopped. I am so inspired by women women in their element of being a bitch. Like I really stand on my ground and on other women's ground to be a bitch. I'm a classic man. Hello, y'all. Welcome to episode 53 of the Classic Manny Show. It is your boy. And today I am joined with a babe, the founder of the Glow Pot, the Glow Mother of Fami. How are you doing, darling? Good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. On like I podcast. said, it was long overdue. You, <laughs> we've been talking about this since last year, if not the year before, I feel about nothing last year. So I'm really honored to have you on the podcast. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. The weather's good. I'm excited to see you. I'm so excited. Before we go any further, I want to send my love to Regina King, her family, her loved ones. Her son unfortunately passed away this week. And I think that, I think it broke my heart because of the whole relationship they have, mother and son, like for me, I'm like that as well, my mom as well. I'm very close with her. So I really felt it for her. I I felt for him as well, because how he passed as well. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts? I think we saw how it was released as exclusive. That was very interesting. But what were your thoughts on that? I think the whole nature of it, and he was her only son. Yes. Everything that happened with that. I read a few articles about it and he Mm -hmm. seemed like he was a person that just cared so deeply and life just affected him massively. Um, And I think, yeah, it was... It was really sad and it's just eye opening for a lot of things because yes. a lot of the time you don't realize what people are going through and then it gets so extreme. Yes. So may his soul rest in perfect peace yes. and for peace for his family. I pray that God holds them together and gives them the strength to get through this because yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I agree with you on that. I think for me, what, what definitely did upset me, it was this, uh, I think it was B Scott that actually released it before the family could even talk about it themselves yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. And I think that was, it was just so insensitive. And I think that I feel like I don't know when it comes to like the TMZs and the B Scots. I feel they just have no tax. It's just like oh, they want to make it. Asleep. That's not. It's not just. It's not tea. It's someone's life that's been lost. So people actually reacted to it rightfully. So so I hope that with that, all these publications like the Daily Fail, <laughs> the Daily Mother, the Daily Fail Child, <laughs> all these publications can be more sensitive and have tact because that's that's a human being the mom's a celebrity but she's also a human being as well she's lost her child whether that was her only child or whatever only son that, that was her child someone that, she, that, that inspired her I, I saw some clips and compilations like oh like how he inspired her for certain roles and how to keep on going and yeah I, as you said I just wish her and her family so much love and healing and peace during this very tough time so that is, I want to start off with that, and of course, with this and our love there. But we're going to go into the classic fave. We've got two classic faves. One, of course, is the standard music opinion kind of um, classic fave. But the second one is our favorite, the Glow Pop product. You know what? Let's start with the Glow Pop product because, oh my God, the Glow Pop, I was introduced to the Glow Pop. I think almost at the beginning, if not the beginning of, of his existence. And honestly, I want to say thank you to you before anything, because you were the first person that actually reached out to me and said, oh, I want to give you a, a discount code. And honestly, is this, the way you are as a, as a person and as a brand, just kiss. Like, you care about the people. You care about the people. <laughs> not just me, but, but all the influence that you've worked with, everyone has positive things like Shavinci. Everyone has positive things to say. So thank you so much for giving me that experience and giving me that start as as, as an influencer. Quote, quote. 
you are. Don't do the air quotes. We I don't know. Want to I know. You are an influencer. You are a brand. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, your own following. Oh. The people love you. It's amazing. Oh, and I think part of my personal ethos is mm. as a person like put as many people on as you possibly can yes. if we're all putting each other on then everyone's going to succeed if that makes sense and even just watching you and your growth and watching the growth of others around you and all my influences where they started with me and how far they've come mm-hmm. it, it again it's like we're inspiring each other and we Absolutely. need to support each other and I just don't think there's enough of that in this community it's all about who yeah where the clout lies it's really about where the clout lies but Issa Rae said it's the best network across because then that's how we all come up and I'm that's one thing that I'm like huge on if I have an opportunity and you have you know the desire to be part of this opportunity I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you can be part of that Um, you have you really have you honestly I really appreciate it so much (laughs) with that being said what is your classic fave glow product so that so that will be the one that that's the standout the one that maybe it's someone that was the first release that is, is like people's favorite what is your personal favorite Ooh, difficult it's a tricky one i'm gonna say if i have to narrow it down to one mm-hmm. honey face wash hands down how can I let us know about it a honey face wash is when it comes to skincare products that is a baddie that is the baddest bitch the honey face wash antibacterial helps to brighten your skin helps to tackle hyperpigmentation it's non-lathering so it's like a creamy lotiony formula um, and it helps to keep your skin soft and supple honey in just general is amazing a great staple when it comes to skincare and where a lot of face washes you know work by stripping the natural oils from your skin mm-hmm. doesn't it just helps to really cleanse your pores soften your skin helps to reinforce the skin barrier it is really just that girl that's just <laughs> how I can describe it. it is the people's fave the people's child oh. that and the acai scrub I'm going to say the two in one that was my that was my pick <laughs> that was my... I'm stuck between because I used the scrub yesterday and I just was like girl I have it right here I've also got I've got my bag here hold on <laughs> Which one's my current favorite that my nose about to open down? Let me yeah. get the product ready. Hold get on. Your bag out. My current favorite is the lemon clay mask. Yeah. It is in my bag. Literally, I use that, I believe, twice a week because this, my skin needs a child, especially in this level. Trust me. <laughs> but my classic fave, are you, okay, you pronounce it better than I do. I think it's an acai. The acai. I was saying acai. <laughs> Where was I? When I first started, I was like, yeah, the acai scrub. I think someone corrected me on it one day and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, acai. The acai, I don't know about it because that was my first product I used from the Glow Pot. I remember on my channel, I just have like one K or two K subscribers. I if not less, I can't remember at the time. There's all a blur at that time, man. But that, that product was a favorite. Oh my God, till now. I've got it in my bag. I've got my other bag here too. That one is a classic. Like, it's a scrub, but it's not tearing your skin apart. So that yeah. one, and that's what is so important because I've used some scrubs that has finished my skin. Listen. <laughs> Don't want to mention no names, but it rhymes with Blake Science. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to mention no names. I'm finished. Listen, so that's my favorite. That's my favorite as well. But I think another favorite, like, you know what? Eye cream. The eye cream. Uh, you know what? Okay, let, me, let me tell my journey for eye creams. I thought they did nothing until I used yours. Yeah. You know what? I used yours and I and I stopped because like oh, what does it do? Then I, when, I, when I stopped using it, I said oh, it does something. I know it's a difference when I stopped using it, so it's yeah. back again. <laughs> it's back again in my routine. Rotation. Why, why is it important to have an eye cream in your routine? So with a lot of people, the eyes are the like 
potentially one of the busiest parts of your face you're thinking you, you know especially if you wear glasses your eyes are strained and like the thinnest part of your um face like the thinnest skin on your yeah. face so that area of your face does like get under attack a lot it goes to a lot of damage and with a lot of people they find that they get bags under their eyes mm. they get dark circles you can find a lot of dehydration happens around your eyes mm. so what our eye cream does is um, enriched with hyaluronic acids and it just helps to rehydrate plump and yeah. just add a bit more collagen production to the mm. skin around your eyes and um, just to liven up the eyes a little bit it, it surely does it surely yeah, does do i mean there's it's the aging process there's genetics there's so much behind it like your sugar and salt intake and your diet and all of these things do affect like the appearance of your skin and your eyes especially but what the eye cream does is it kind of just helps to just give it a bit of a boost and kind of put into it just it just helps that's really what it is it's just there to help and provide assistance and just to keep that area hydrated because that's a lot of thing that people are missing around their eye area deep hydration so yes you know what you know your stuff you know what you are on tiktok now and i was watching your tiktok i was like the knowledge is just coming from within it's not this one's way they read it. it's from within like i can hear the love i can hear the passion plug your tiktok as well i'm gonna plug everything towards the end but i want to always plug your tiktok because they get to hear you more and mm-hmm. your knowledge into, into skincare so let them know where they can find you yes they can find me on tiktok the glow mother that's how we say the glow mother you can find me on everything at the glow mother um and i've yeah i'm beginning my tiktok journey i've been having a bit of like a thing of like do i do business do i do skincare do i do career building stuff so i'm gonna do everything um, I, I must say do it all <laughs> yeah. the tiktok is not limited i feel like you know some of youtube you might have to pick oh do this and then do that exactly. like, tiktok can do anything yeah. how are you on that day you can yeah. do multiple you have to, to limit you so i encourage it as well and obviously i don't know where they can find the glow pop i'm gonna go to more at the end but let them know where they, where they can find the glow pop you can find us on Pinterest. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can even find us on Facebook, honey, at The Glow Pot and www.theglowpot.com. I know okay. that's right. I know that's right. I also got, I also got my 15% discount code, honey. Hey. 15, Manny, 15. Make sure you check out, listen, the products, you're not going to be disappointed. Ah, I, I have used it since, I've been nice on my channel. For 16, so I think he's, I think he's, this was 17 or 18. 17. Yeah, I remember it was shortly after I started. So literally since then, I have been, I was using it before there was any, any code. I was, <laughs> I just naturally loved the company. And this is going to go to my customer service. Okay, that one, your customer service, top tier. Top tier. I'm not going to because you're here. I've said it before to many people. So I think on my old account as well, my new account, the Glowpots customer service is second to none. But we're going to get into that later on. In the, so stay tuned. They're going to gas me up. Like, no, 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 it's very important because it's not easy to start and also maintain a business. We're going to also talk about later on as well, but you have done it so well. You have done it so well. All the achievements, you deserve it, honestly, and more of that as well. Thank you, my love. So we're going to go into our second classic fave, Mariah Carey, her 10th album, The Emancipation of yes. Mimi. That is a classic right there. What are your thoughts about this album? It was a mutual pick, but you picked Mariah, so let's pick this one yes. because it reminds me of my childhood. So what are your thoughts on this amazing classic album? I want to say that this album taught me how to be a bad bitch. It was really my awakening. Like it was the emancipation of Mimi, but it was the awakening of Offer Me. You know, it was... I've always loved Mariah Carey. I especially love Mariah Carey because she's always had this reputation of being a diva and it's never stopped. Mm -hmm. I am so inspired by women women in their element of being a bitch like I really stand on my ground and on other women's ground to be a bitch so Mariah's always encapsulated that for me as well as just being herself as a person being a bitch is just one side of her personality but the emancipation of Mimi 
Sis got the hood niggas. Sis got the vocals. She hit them high notes. She said, I'm going to shake it off. Okay. Listen. Shake it off was like the soundtrack of my childhood at one point. I know all the words, everything. It was just amazing. It was just amazing. That was a, that was, it's, it's an instant classic, that album as well. And I think it was something different from Mariah because absolutely. I know she's spoken about herself, how this was a period for her where she needed to, it was a comeback for her. Yeah, absolutely. She kind of been counted out and was like, you know, everyone was like, yeah, she's passed it. She's washed up. She's done. She's yeah. whatever. And then yeah. just came back and she gave it to us. Jermaine Dupree, she it had Nelly. She was giving us the rap. She was giving us oh. the Mariah remix, the Marie mixes. Okay. The Marie mixes. <laughs> Listen. No one does singing with hood niggas like Mariah Carey does in that album. She really was like, oh, you guys want to see the ghetto? We're going to ghetto her neck and a fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> and she gave it to us. But I've always absolutely loved the album. The range as well. It's just the range. Vocally oh. and sonically, child. Because listen, the, cause I was listening to it again this morning. Okay. I was like, it still sounds like that could be released today. today it and it would still bits. It's crazy. Like you can listen to all of the songs today and it just is very Mariah in her essence. And what I love so much about Mariah is that she's she does these things and she takes these chances in her songs and in her music that a lot of people wouldn't take and that the girls aren't taking anymore. Okay, the girls are not asking for the rap guys to come through and make the song different. I want to hear Ariana Grande on a track with Lil Baby. So yes. that's what I need. That's what you need. We need that yes. back. And yes. Mariah did it amazingly like just in general yeah. and especially at a time when that was kind of dying out as well where that's kind of collaboration it was coming towards you know the end of that time period where everyone's yeah. kind of gone solo and we don't have the collabs yeah. like that anymore and she was like oh you didn't think I still got it because I do and she did imagine listen I'm just going to give some fun facts about the album I got in my notes here so as I mentioned that was her 10th studio album imagine your 10th album and you are coming in hot like this like I said wow it was released in 2005 in April and at that time I was nine <laughs> I was nine when that album came out that is why I was like this is a classic because I was not, I was a baby <laughs> I was thinking, but you mentioned Shake It Off Yeah, which was one of the singles from the album. And I love the message by that, that song to this. I feel like people need it now more than ever, to be honest. This is not listen. If someone's not giving you what you deserve, they should be removed. <laughs> removed. <laughs> I was 11 years old talking about, I've heard on about the games of your dirty little <laughs> This one and that one. But I'm like, mm, these men are nothing. They're trying. Listen. Oh, Talk about Oh, that's in you're right into the car. Like, yes, I ain't never seen a Louis in my life. I, <laughs> I packed up my Louis Vuitton. <laughs> that's what I love. I'm like, I just love the way she stunts so effortlessly. It's just so effortless. Like, it's, it's her just being her. It's not her trying to be who she's not. I absolutely love it. But as you mentioned as well, it, it included productions from Jermaine Dupree, Swiss Beats, The Neptunes, Kanye West, and Darcha. Darcha, what's up, Darcha, on your album? Listen. It's going to go, it's going to go to the sky. It's amazing. As you mentioned, it was her comeback. I think that was her comeback because I think her previous album, I think the Glitter soundtrack did yeah. not really do well, didn't perform well on the charts. So this was her time to come back. And the singles from this album were, it's like that. Oh, first of all, like, it's, it's like that. It's like that. Listen, and it's like that. <laughs> listen. <laughs> that song, listen, it was... Uh, it's, uh, if they play that in the club today, Listen, I'm in the club and shaking. That, 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 uh. <laughs> that, that intro along, 
like you know what time you know who is coming trust me literally so that was the first single we belong together which obviously that changed her career because that was the one in america for 14 weeks i said damn come on the queen of the charts the queen of the charts that was the second single shake it off as we mentioned get your number oh that song listen and the thing is this album was so iconic because all of these songs it's like they could have been released at any time like they were relevant at any time that is just amazing and i think she was using a sound that we really need to bring back like that yes, really I agree. Back. music I agree. doesn't sound like that anymore and especially around 2005 as well i think where this is where like the pop girls were kind of coming in and it was just a different period of time of music yeah. and stuff and can i get your number baby like honey i had my ipod child you know when you like lime wire times i was a little bit yeah. <laughs> so I never knew it was actually Jermaine Dupree, but wow, that song in the final single was Say Something. The yeah. album sold over 404,000 copies, making the highest selling album of 2005. Literally, I just, you know what, the album, yeah, I just love that the artwork, the promo shoot, the visuals, it was Everything. top. She was looking amazing, gorgeous, babe. Iconic, like it's actually an iconic classic, and oh. I love that for her. What were your favorite songs on the album? Um, we belong together, definitely. Yeah. I was singing that when this morning. Oh my part of me is still so hard to believe. And I'm like <laughs> in my feelings about it. Listen, I'm my tender edge of nine. I'm I remember literally being in eleven and sitting there like <gasps> I didn't know who Bobby Womack was, but I knew that Bobby Womack was on the radio singing simply. <laughs> if I thought I was lonely now. <laughs> and I don't know, it was just something about that song touched me deeply and still does to this day. Say something as well. Yes. Love Say Something. Um, and I'm just trying to think. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to be. Shake it off. Sorry. No. Off. For me, what am I feeling? I'm going for it. So my favourites, of course, is, you know what? Before I even get to my favourites, what I love, I spoke about it last episode of Pussycat Dolls, I love when an album has, like, the first few songs being back-to-back hits. Because the first three songs were It's Like That, We Belong Together and Shake It Off. Mm. Who does like that? Who does it like that in this day and age? Body. I need Mariah, the goat, to carry. Listen, <laughs> and we can't play when it comes to her pen. Her pen game, we need yeah. to respect it. We need to respect her pen game because people are trying to respect it on social media. I say, who are you people? Where did these people come from? It's the Gen Z or whoever these little people are. <laughs> the kids, the youngins, was trying to disrespect her. Are you talking about the woman that wrote Honey? Sweet, sweet fantasy baby. Heartbreaker. <laughs> One sweet day. One sweet day. I don't want to hear you lot talking about. Um, Without you. Oh my God, you were always. Hero. Oh. Our face were auditioning to Hero. When, when there were small kids, when yeah. those small kids were auditioning to Hero. That, you know when I see the Russell Jellis show screaming about when a hero comes along. Okay, so, but, but you know one of my favorite songs of all time is mm-hmm. Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Um, there can Whitney. be miracles oh. when you believe. Oh my God, that song. This real, it's hard to kiss. Are you joking? That song. Oh, you got me in my feels right now. Love this song. <laughs> I'm so passionate about Mariah Carey. People don't even know. Like, I tell my friends all the time, disrespect Mariah, Whitney, or Rihanna, and I will never talk to you. Oh, I mean, we see, we see each other. We see each other, for real. 
But no, the Emancipation of Mimi as an album, honestly, I would say no, no bad songs. Like no skips at all. No skips skips. whatsoever. And it's crazy. Till today. Till today. Before we move on, my favorite songs are definitely it's like that. We blow together, shake it up, as I mentioned. But mine again. That song right there is special. It's a special song, Circles, I Wish You Knew. Joyrides? Oh, I know Joy. about Joyrides. Listen, that, that song is fantastic. But I want to go into the people's thoughts. I tweeted about the album. I want to yeah. people to, to respond like that. But people were talking about their thoughts on the album. Let me try and get it up so I can get people's opinions. And let us know your thoughts as well using the hashtag TCM show. Someone said, oh my God, it's literally all I've listened to last week. So many gems on them. And my Bintu, she said, what did she say? She said, she literally my goal. That's one of my favorite albums. And I want, I want Joyride to play at my wedding and fly like a bird at my funeral. I said, oh my God, my Bintu. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to her. What else? Someone said there's no skips. Another person said, Lord, people talking about this classic album as a childhood memory. When I was damn near 30 when it came out, I said that. Who said that? I no. said <laughs> But it lets you know how this album just it, it everyone loved it. The girl of their age, they loved it. And it, it's true. Someone said, Don't forget about us has been stuck on my head all week. They're one of her best albums. So many positive thoughts. One of the greatest oh, army albums. About us. Oh my god. The, the girls that get it. Get yeah. it! Oh my god, and I That's get the it. message of it all. The girls that get it, get it. Oh, and they do. Oh my Honestly, god. I, I love that. But let us know your thoughts on this album. All the classic video we mentioned today using the hashtag TCM show. I want to see y'all getting those products from the glow pot, honey. Don't be <laughs> lacking. Don't be lacking. <laughs> but it's time for us to get into the latest releases. I'll start with Shensia and Megan Thee Stallion's lick. Now, before we get into our thoughts, it samples. Papa Nasty and then Denise work and it's produced by Murder on the Beat. That's very important information before we go to our thoughts, but let us know your thoughts on this new release from Shinsia. So I think I'm part of the minority. Is it? I love that though. I love different opinions. I love that. I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And I think it's grown on me. Mm. Just because I think the what the problem is is that because of the type of collaboration it was and the people that were collaborating people were expecting oh, no. a lot people were, and especially because you know it's murder on the beat yeah <laughs> we were expecting something insane but what i like to do is have very low expectations mm. of music a lot of the time in this day and age mm-hmm. when we've got people like swarms out here putting out songs about deliveroo i'm so dead <laughs> and the, the girls are different these days they're not coming up with the kind of quality that we're i think we keep for especially meg the stallion the majority of people keep expecting a lot from her and expecting different things from her when she's actually shown us the kind of rap style she likes the kind of music mm-hmm. she likes to produce like the kind of collab she likes to have and she's not going to do anything different so if you're going to listen to her enjoy what she's Perfect. putting out like, instead of trying to Listen, I've been. I was in the club the other day. That put your back in it. Hey. Put your back in it. I was <laughs> been ringing around my head all day. I love it. I love it. I really do enjoy the song. I think it's just take it for what it is. It's a mess. It is a mess. It sounds crazy. It is a mess. <laughs> None of their parts go. But sometimes that's the good thing about music. Just enjoying the chaos. allow it to be a mess. Exactly. Allow it to be a mess. And <laughs> 
That's it. I get it. With me, I might have an opposite view. You know, I love it. Like, not every person has different views. I think that's very important, especially on a yeah. music podcast. Not everyone should have the same view. I think, I think we're boring if you have the same views. But with me, I feel like Murder did not handle that sample well. I don't... The thing is, it's like they called Murder the night before and they said... <laughs> <laughs> you can help us with just quickly something to give the girls. And I, I to be know. honest, I feel like I feel like the fact that his wife plays a part in this as well because yeah. I don't think he knew how iconic and how that important that that sample was. That sample, as you mentioned, I think the way you even you even did it right now, it had more energy than in the actual <laughs> studio version. <laughs> Put show back in there. Like there was more vim, and you know, I think that's the that's the thing that it has. But people love that song because it has vim, it has energy. I feel like that energy was kind of lost. I feel like yeah. Shinsia's vocals was too naked. I feel like it was just that it needed more harmony. I feel like I think when you do like joke singing, you can't just do it like like a cover. You sound like, a, like an amateur. It sounds like someone that's new, and she's not amateur. I think what what I'm saying is that people now thought that's who she is as an artist. Yeah. That's not who she is as an artist. And that's what hurt my spirit. Absolutely, because especially because recently it's been obvious that she's been making her transition into being a mainstream yeah. American artist as well yeah. and this isn't what you should be producing like if you're going to collab with Meg mm-hmm. look at the other ladies that have done it the girls have done it before and yes. collab with Meg and they know how to use yes. her she didn't use her well yeah. and I think literally it was just the PR the buzz the whatever it didn't, yeah it didn't go well it really didn't go well and I understand what you're saying like yeah. the essence of the song was truly lost like it wasn't Ooh. giving that's just actually what it is. But I think I've had that problem with Megan a little bit mm-hmm. in her last couple of like yeah. features and stuff. Sometimes she just doesn't give, yeah. and it's she's it's she has it the it yes. fact she has, but yes. it doesn't translate into her music so much, yeah. which is a shame. And Chelsea should be ashamed of herself because she <laughs> she knows better than what that is the problem. Yeah. Like especially as a girl that's cultured, this is not a girl that like, was that is from like the UK of America. This is a cultured babe. Like she knows the culture. Like, so I feel like it was mishandled. If I'm being honest with you, that's the only thing. But Megan, if Megan does, I see. I tweeted Megan did what Megan does. I yeah, can't exactly. say it was the best or the worst. Just Megan being Megan, so I can't really fault it too much. But I just like, even the visual, the visual made me cringe. Yeah, yeah. I said, the editor, I said, oh lord, this editor is poor. This it really looked like they did it the day before they released the song. Like everything it was just, diluted. What? Yeah. Oh my god! And not even in a good way. Like just not even in a. If you're gonna whap it, like at least make it. Make <laughs> make it make it wappy do you get it this was it was it was giving knockoff it was giving cheap budget it was giving yeah. low budget it was and she signed she's signed they both actually both signed she's like yeah. if you're signed and you're giving us this look at the um, she gave us a visual for x independent artists look at the difference i'm telling you it's true it is true oh, it's just no. that music doesn't have the same essence music is too much about Music isn't about like the quality of the music anymore. It's just about who's the hottest artists that are mm-hmm. gonna jump on the collab together. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, I don't really listen to music that much. I don't listen to my favorite rapper at the moment is Dream Doll because mm-hmm. Dream Doll's yeah. coming. And why are Dream Doll and Santana eating the girls up? Listen, because they are, are doing the work. They how are, are doing Instagram the work. Eating the girls up, like this is your career. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. They they are doing the work and they're bringing out music that people want to listen to they know their audience and what their audience is yeah. interested in listening to yeah. i yeah. like a bad bitch bop and yeah. who's gonna give me a bad bitch bop santana facts period period material girl <laughs> listen i love that material girls having this moment now because i've been listening to material girls since it was released i was in, in, in my car like bop is a material girl and he keeps dropping bombs he keeps dropping hits yeah. keeps Megan and Shen Siya, whatever they need to do, they need to go back to the drawing yeah. board. And I think 
labels definitely need to start thinking more carefully yes. about the essence of collaborations like what Absolutely. are we going to get from this collaboration what do the audiences that that overlap or even those that these individual artists both have yeah. what do they want to hear and it was not that and I agree because you know what because there has been the Caribbean ex like American or UK labs that have absolutely worked they have right. worked but this one was not a good example of that at all and I feel like that was the point about labels as well I think also when they send these artists they send them because they had a sound they had a specific changing them does not make sense I get of course making them more marketable whatever but don't let their actual essence be lost in in that like purpose of trying to be mainstream because then what's the point what exactly. is the point? Because we saw Tinashe, look at how Tinashe now has grown to be independent again. And mm-hmm. she has her own sound. Like, this is actually Tinashe. Now, not, not these, they all like kids' bop kind of music. Actually, I thought like I could have connected with Tinashe at one point because it was giving me kids' bop. It was giving Absolutely. me kids' bop, the Disney Channel. It was, it was <laughs> giving Ah, oh, but that's our thoughts on Shinsia and Megan. Let's go use the hashtag. I will never ever trust a label that oh. thinks putting Shinsia in a yellow clown wig <laughs> is the way to go. <laughs> I said, what in the party wig is this? The party, I said, like, hey, I said, like, Jesus, I said, like, Jesus. Well, I swear. No, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. Again, she's such a beautiful girl. I and mean, we've seen the freestyles. We've seen the freestyle from both her and Megan. Like, we know their potential. And we're not about making hits, but making hits doesn't mean lose yourself in the process of making a hit. Or put that's on a yellow party wig. That's that's not what you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> that's the unforgivable part. You know? But that's our thoughts on the song. Let us know using the hashtag TCM show. Next up, we've got a UK R&B and soul artist that I really wanted to plug in into this episode, St. Joshua. Released a new single, Palo Santo, which was also played on Capital Extra, BBC One Extra. What were your thoughts on this song? First of all, I want to say thank you, Manny, because you just put me on to some great music. I'm hearing this. I swear, I listened to the song for the first time yesterday and I was like, wow, is this guy from the UK? He is great. Very soulful. And what I like about the song is that it doesn't sound like everything else right now. He has a sound, like we've just been saying, he has a sound, but it's, it's, do you know, I I think what, what happens so much is that these newer up-and-coming artists, they know exactly what the people want to hear, but that's not what labels want to market. Yeah. As soon as someone gets signed, we start getting sounds that no one wants to hear. That we start getting put your back sense. in it. That doesn't make a sense. <laughs> Joshua, oh my God, that sound, the song is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it is real R&B. Like, I got it. I felt it. I've been listening to it on repeat for the last few days. It makes me days. so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear this. It was so, so good. He should be so proud of himself. And everyone, go and listen to that song. Support listen, it. I am begging. Go and listen. Go and stream it. I'll follow him as well on TikTok. So he kind of gives us the behind the scenes of him making music. He is independent. So go and support. Go and push. Recommend it to your friends because it's really amazing. Like you said, you know I would get from the song, um, it gave me the same kind of feeling that, you know, when, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Money Leah, Eminelia. Eminelia, yes. Yes. Yes, I'm getting the same kind yes. of sound as like when she when she drops say yeah, yeah. I, I felt like that yeah. when I heard the song and yeah. I love that and I love that the UK is producing artists that are trying to take us back to the sounds that we love and the sounds that we miss and the sounds of our generations the classics oh I love this <laughs> no I love to hear this makes me so happy <laughs> I'm she glad. really love that song I, I love the song I think he is really proud of this song I think I've got to I've got to hear his um project coming out soon and listen, if you love this you're gonna love the project as well like it's really amazing so as he said well done to him he's proud of himself and just keep on pushing it because like, I think I know how hard it is for 
uh, especially that are in the to even like to push but listen keep on pushing use tiktok use the social media because i still love my favorite artists from the uk through social media so nothing should stop him from promoting just keep on pushing i don't exactly. know but we will support we will absolutely support yeah that's our thoughts on saint joshua go and support him on the spotify mm-hmm. apple music title all of the stuff next we've got Ade Kunle Gold who gave us his new single Mercy I think it's his last single before the album comes out the album is called Catch Me If You Can coming out on February the 4th what were your thoughts on Ade Kunle Gold's new song I love me some Ade Kunle Gold always listen AG always. Baby is your baby AG Baby that's my baby listen. But, um, I love Ade Kunle Gold I've always loved me some Ade Kunle Gold and I think he has changed his sound so yes. much over the years but also managed to keep to the kind of original African sort of sounds that he's and it's so hard for someone to do that and keep the same fan base but somehow he's making it work work. he really has made it work I love the song um I love everything about Adekunle Gold I don't think he can do any wrong in my eyes honestly that's what I put in my notes I can't (laughs) do any wrong I just we see each other we We really do see see each other for me I love this song this song might be my favorite single from this new era it is i mean the replay value is insane i've played in the shower oh my god i said come on yeah. I, love that his, I love that his wife simi actually signs the song on i feel like he's like she has an intro thing like yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. whatever yeah. i think it's so cute it's giving me b and j know how they always like plug each other always doing some music it is so cute i think she also ended it is what it is as well mm-hmm. so i just love her little like contribution here and there to the song bloody amazing i'm a huge fan of adequately as i said you can't do no wrong i'm excited for this album i think it's his fourth album it's his fourth album really excited for that that man he's also very gorgeous as well that's my type of paper i don't know somebody's husband but if you look like <laughs> adequately gold dear me i'm, I'm <laughs> same 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 <laughs> i'm looking for my own edgy baby. Like that. edgy baby needs to be my baby because <laughs> enjoying too much by herself though, like he's been giving us i feel like we're, we're gonna get a range from this album i'm getting because Absolutely. i think it is what it is it's more like mid-tempo we've got sinner with um lucky day which is more mm-hmm. slow tempo we've got these party yeah. songs it's high with davido and now mercy so we're gonna get a range i, I love this word because we're now getting to see what to expect with the album so exactly. shout out to Adikula gold i'm shout really really happy the, the finest man in the planet <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we've got Shea Universe and XVR Black. She got her new single out called Pushing. What were your thoughts on Pushing? I love Shea Universe. I really do. And I think she's another one again that's given us the sounds that we need to hear. Yeah. Um, I think Pushing is a really strong song. It's going to do. I, I hope that it does really well. Listen, um, listen I hope it does. I hope everything that she does yeah. goes really well. And she has just got the most beautiful voice. Like It's so raw. Every time I hear her sing, it feels like she's singing to me, like specifically to me directly. I love it. I think this is a really good, I like the tempo of it as well, that it's just, it's a song that you can kind of mellow out to and get in your feelings with and, you know, that kind of song and you really feel it. Um, But yeah, I love Shea Universe. I think she, again, another one that can do no wrong in my eyes. I wish, I don't want to say she's underrated because she's definitely rated in the right way, but I wish she had more focus on her, like a lot more of the time. Absolutely. I agree with me I love so as I mentioned last year 111 I think it's triple one or I don't know how she pronounces the title but 111 yeah. 
that was my song of the year last year it was amazing the orange sound it is amazing i feel like as she's done orange the songs have gotten better because yeah. the one i said i was addicted that was there was crack in that song there was actual <laughs> crack but this one i can't wait to hear this live pushing live is going to slap with a full production i cannot wait she's just so talented my only thing that i will say is though I hope it doesn't get stuck in this sound. I hope it doesn't get to a thing where it will be too much of the R and drill. And then I feel like she's an R and B girl. Like, I hear her cover um Sweet Love. It's Anita Baker. I hope mm-hmm. cover all these nice songs. I wanted to kind of not get stuck in R and drill, but of course Absolutely. incorporate it. But also go into the other aspects of R and B. Maybe incorporate a little bit of rock with the R and B and all that kind of stuff. She could sense. she could really give us like honestly like old school songs reimagined. Like she could really yes, she has that exact kind of voice that like is the kind of voice that your parents were listening to. Absolutely. Like she Absolutely. just honestly she just has soul in her voice. It's like you don't hear that very often, mm-hmm. and I think that might be. Uh, it's complex for some people to understand yeah. the sound that you either really really like or you might not get it like mm-hmm. the girls that get it get it for yeah. real like the girls that get it get it but I hope that she finds her sweet spot yes. where she's able to produce the kind of music that suits her so when the kind of music that she has historic because when I first heard Shea Universe I'm pretty sure I heard her doing covers like yes same day, yeah and I thought to myself wow like mm. songs that were like massive at the time and that the singers had these beautiful voices you're making it sound even better you're making yes. it sound you know you're taking the sound and you're doing yes. so much different stuff with it yeah. I think yeah she she this country I need I need to this country you, we don't have the range what you just said there this country <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Bella the other day I said Bella listen of course we need to appreciate you here but you mm-hmm. can't limit yourself to the UK mm-hmm. you need to go shoom, around the world not just America around the world because Out of, even if you go to Canada and there's success listen Toronto <laughs> Uh, take yourself anywhere because it's not this we don't, there's, there's just not enough of the range yes. to appreciate the kind of talent that the UK produces yeah and I think that's a huge issue that we have it just we just don't have the range at the moment which is a shame it's true it is true but that is all for the latest releases let us know your thoughts using the hashtag TCM show as much give it all a listen or the ones that we like anyway <laughs> give them a listen <laughs> <laughs> well you can listen to Lick if you want but yeah. go ahead. It will grow on you guys. It will, I swear. I'm sorry. Before we go into the trending topics, though, are there any songs that you're loving at the moment you want to plug into the podcast? Oof, that is a good question. Mm -hmm. What songs am I loving at the moment? Listen, it's... uh, I talk too much about Dream Doll. I don't even, honestly, I'm but about to- her, you know what? I love how much she has grown. Because I, I think when she first started, she was a joke. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then that, I think she, she did a, a remix or something. Like she was, it was a big remix and she was part of it. She stood out. And, and since the then, she's only gotten better. So you go, go ahead and plug her. Okay. He, so first of all, hours and hours. I want to talk about hours and Ooh, hours. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I could do this for hours. <laughs> So I used to listen to Priscilla Renea back yes. in uni, and she had this song, um, and it was, oh, I was going, is that to say that I'm lovesick? Well, mm-hmm. I guess I'll be sick forever. Mm-hmm. And I used to love that song. So when I found, my sister sent me a vi- uh, the song, and was like, oh, this is Priscilla Renea. I was like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> she was like, no, that's the same person. I was like, no way. Yeah. It, she has come leaps and bounds, and I'm I'm glad she's finally getting her moment. I'm glad she's yes. glad she found her sound, because she's singer songwriter yeah. like everything she does it she all has produced hits for hits. a decade and the people don't know her and now she's getting her time at the forefront yeah. and that's exactly what she deserves mm-hmm. hours and hours amazing song Stunning. 
Um, I'm also going to give an honourable shout out to Shisha, City Girls and Santana. I need the people to listen to City Girls and Santana, Shisha. Yeah. Oh, Shisha. Um, big tune, big hit. Yeah. Santana doesn't get his flowers enough. Um, and I think the people need to give Santana his flowers. I, I don't know what everybody has with the homosexual community mm-hmm. in the music industry, yeah. but they need to get the hell over it because yeah. we are losing out on Bob. Santana does not have a good uh, it does not have a bad hit. Yes. Um, that and then also Dream Doll featuring Ross Wish, or well, Ross Wish featuring Dream Doll. But mm-hmm. what do you like? Mm-hmm. Go listen to my girl. What do they say? What do they? What do they say? Like pump it up. What is it that they? Pump, pump, pump it up. <laughs> what is it that the kids are saying these days? So, I mean, uh, load it up. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. What was I saying? I was saying so fresh. Oh my god! I should be ashamed of myself. I should be ashamed. I'm like, pump it up. Is that is that what the, the kids are saying these days? Like, go run it up. Yeah, there's my right. I'm not, I'm not getting old. My soccer. I didn't even think about it first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep my head around like the latest slang. Someone was saying. I said something the other day, and someone said about. I was like, about, about what? I've had it on TikTok, I don't know what that means. About, about, so it's like period. Like, you know, when someone's oh, like, about. It's like, about. Okay, like, okay. Even this pushing pee rubbish. I'm, oh. I'm definitely not pushing pee. I know for a fact I'm not pushing pee because I don't know what pushing pee is. I don't know what it means. There's, there's, there's different, there's different uh, what do you call it, definition. I'm like, yes. let's just keep ourselves to ourselves for now, just in case. Thank you. I don't want to be pushing anybody's pee. I like <laughs> Pushing peace. I'm pushing peace. That's Amen. what I'm Amen. Come on. I'm judge. <laughs> you would never That's be pushing, right there. pushing peace. Amen. Amen. Also, my, my song that I've been loving recently, I don't know if I said this in the last episode, my brain has literally, it's, I don't know if it's post-COVID, I've got a brain fog now, but I don't know if I didn't say it, on my legs, understand. Oh my understand. God. Understand. Understand. <laughs> that song is beautiful. His yeah. voice is amazing. I think I first about him through the end stars. Unfortunately, I think he was also detained around that time or something like that. So yeah. that's the first yeah. one about him. But he is so talented. His voice is so unique. Yeah. I love this song. Now, this next song, you'll be like, how did you hear this song? I heard this song on season two of Power Book Two. I checked the Shazam it. I didn't know who it was. But it was giving me some, it was giving, take me to the hood. It's okay. me to the hood. This is um Freddie Gibbs, um, Big Boss Rabbit. That song, I said, this is this is very off brand for me, but I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. It's proper, like it's giving me kind of like that kind of Dr. Dre as mm-hmm. kind of sound. We don't push him here, but some of his sound, some <laughs> of his sound, of course, it's giving that kind of like all that old school, new kind of sound. But that one, I also want to push as well. Snarl Shades X featuring Jeremiah called the visual. It made me love the song again. Yeah. It was an instant favorite when I heard her album Triple Free, but mm-hmm. I love that song. It's a standout, amazing. The visual was beautiful and spectacular. But that's uh, my favorite songs mm-hmm. that I'm currently loving and listening to. Trending topics, Porsche spin-off show, Porsche's Family Matters. That catch free. What was your thoughts on it? <laughs> okay, so. Before I started watching it, I was actually really reluctant to watch it just because I'd seen so many comments like, oh, this is showing Portia in such a bad light and she's making herself look like the villain and X, Y, Z. But first things first, I want to say Portia definitely needed a spin-off, okay? Because there was so much unspilled tea. Yeah. I, I like gist. I know you like gist. Oh, oh we love it. This is what the podcast is. I love gist. And I love, I just, but it was just, I love Portia. I've always loved Portia. I've always loved what Portia's been about, like, the way she presents herself, I just think it's because she's super pretty as well, and I love a pretty girl. Well, just that one's undeniable. Stunning. But I think for me, it didn't change my opinion on her in the slightest. I've always thought Portia was very immature, very mm. self-centered, 
you know, that she doesn't like to take accountability for stuff. Like, yes, yeah, she's been working on herself and maturing, but there's only like, we've seen Portia since she was like, you know, late 20s, yeah. early 30s. Married to Cordell. Married to, exactly, married to Cordell. And she done been through now a whole baby daddy and someone else's husband since then. But yeah. I think Portia, we've seen her mature and we've seen her grow, but this is someone that came into being like, 30 something with these issues already she's not going to be 40 and have tackled all of these issues she's really working on it and first of all shout out to aunt liz aunt liz she is the star of the show she She is the star of the show she is the glue that is holding Portia's family together yeah what i think it is really highlighting is that she has a lot of yes men around her and Portia doesn't that encourage her to hold herself accountable for things so when people do encourage her to hold herself accountable it feels like an attack yes and that comes out in almost every single episode Mm -hmm. i think yeah it it hasn't changed my opinion i still like her i still think she's great it just what were people expecting from someone who didn't know what the underground railway was like (laughs) there was 265 days in a year (laughs) exactly i don't when and what but another thing is Portia does definitely play dumb she definitely plays yeah, dumb. yeah she's, she's acting for sure yeah absolutely she's run with yeah. that trend for a long time that like she was yeah. labeled as like yeah this dumb little girl and she stayed yeah. with the dumb little girl but she can be really conniving yeah very and vindictive cool. and sneaky and what's, her, what's her cousin's name that said she was upset that she was not there for her during yeah that scene made me uncomfortable her, the entire way that she's treated Londie, in the, or I, I don't know if it's the editing, I don't know if it was what, but the way that she treats Londie, I absolutely see why Londie feels yeah. other in terms of the way that she treats her family because Storm is a little brat and she needs to oh. get together, and she needs to, but she's just so enabled. They just, and it's like they're enabling each other in a circle, yeah. a yeah. circle of enablers, enabling yeah. each other to do dumb shit and yeah. not have any accountability for anything whatsoever. Yeah. And like, how has this show made me really like Dennis? Portia. Listen. What? No, that's not what you came here to Another do. Another star of the show that I, because he cheated on Portia. Like, why are we standing there? But like, but he is, I think authenticity always wins at the end. Absolutely. Because he just was just himself. Like, of course, he, he made his mistake. Of Absolutely. course, he lost a great mistake. But you know, I think I love seeing him as a father as well. Absolutely, I think that, and I think just seeing him as a, as a mother's boy as well. Yeah. I think he also knows how to set boundaries with his mom too. I, I felt for his mom too. You know, I don't think she's the inward innocent person. No, but how not. she was treated on that holiday was it Mexico? I, in Mexico, yeah. yes. I think I think. First of all, when I was watching it, I thought to myself, Dennis, I did stop making me like you. I did not come yes. here to like you. I did to the very stop end. But what I really do love about Dennis is the level of respect that he shows everybody, regardless of the way that he feels about them until he is pushed to a certain extent. Because even things with Storm, like you can see that he's been trying with her for a while. And it's like, now that they're in close close proximity, Mm -hmm. things are just here, there and everywhere. But Mm -hmm. he's respectful to her sisters. He's respectful to her cousins. He's respectful to anyone on any side of the body. Everybody, her mom, everybody. He just has this thing about him and like you said it he's just a genuine guy he's just very authentic like yeah he cheated on her and yeah he feels bad about it but he's the only one being honest like we are still in love with each other and you're kind of biting off your nose to spite your face right now and going and marrying simon i quite like simon don't get me wrong i like simon i like i like simon he's a bitch Bitch, <laughs> why? You have, to, you have to go that, that Georgia way. The bitch. Why? Why? I feel, like, I feel like he's. I feel like he's there with an ulterior motive. I feel like if Portia's not careful, he might be working cold down and then it's combined. I feel like I'm, I'm so scared for Portia. 
I'm happy to treat Fallon. They both knew. They both know what they've come here for. Yeah, right? I agree with that. Yeah. And they both know that this isn't going to last. He said for the, it, it takes nothing out of him to marry. Remember he said it's, this is his fourth? Yeah. Fifth yeah. now. It takes nothing from him to marry a beautiful woman and be sleeping with one of the most beautiful women yeah. that anyone has ever seen yeah. every single night, making her live lavishly with the money that he's yeah. getting back anyway. Yeah. It takes nothing from him to do that. Mm. So Portia is like, you, you lose them how you get them sort of yes. thing. But they both know. Maybe this not. is not going to be a marriage or relationship that lasts forever. It's not. Everybody knows that about them. It's just, it's, it's just kind of. I like I, one thing I like about Simon is he's just kind of like everything happens and he's just kind of sitting there stoically, like, eh. like bread. <laughs> everybody, calm down. Everybody, relax. Everybody, yeah. calm down. Yeah. Meh. You know, he's not too fussed by the craziness. But then again, that definitely backs up the ulterior motive stuff because. Yeah. If you were here with genuine feelings and understanding and that you really wanted to be with this person and integrate into this family, you would leave because these bitches is crazy. He said, oh, he's, oh, this is 20% madness of what he has yeah, seen. Yeah. In, in, I said, this is 20%. And that, okay, that means you've been through some shit. You have condoled some shit. <laughs> I mean, he is Nigerian. Oh, and, listen. You know, yeah. So even for me, when people are saying, like, yeah, like Porsche's family, this Porsche's family, like, I'm thinking, really? This is the worst that you've seen, oh, sweetheart. You want to see them fighting over land back in Nigeria. Um, that, that, that is true. Uh, African culture, West African, especially yeah. of our lands. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that it actually rang a bell, a couple of bells yeah. in my family too. People will, the family will be feuding for centuries over land. So. Generation, generation. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, I get that goes to the children, the children, and the children are now beefing. And you don't even know why you're beefing no more. Yeah. Over one acre of land from 50 years ago and you got generational beef. That's how Nigerians stay. That's how Africans stay. So oh. I'm not surprised that he also is not surprised by that. But um, what else about the show? I think with me, I was just naive when it came to Portia before. I think, I think oblivious and naive. I think oblivious. I was trying to act legally black and I see. But I think now, I think it answered for a lot of past situations. People are saying, oh, Kenya has been a vindicate, whatever. Oh, she oh. no, she has No, she has No, no, two things can be true. Yes. Exactly. Kenya was saying, but Kenya was also a worry. She was also a Witch. That lady is a witch. She's a mad <laughs> witch. I'm scared of her. She's a beautiful babe as well. We're starting babe, but she's mm-hmm. also scary. Also very scary. But I think if, if Portia's like, of course, it was more green snake and the green grass. I feel like Kenny was more in your face. That's the only difference between the two. They're not that different, if that makes sense. So, yeah. But apart from that, what else was there? I think Lauren really tried. I think Lauren has tried for years. I don't think oh, yeah. the show, before mm-hmm. the show, she's really tried. But I'm like, my babes. You need to just focus on yourself. And the biggest thing I took from that is everyone can only do what they can do for themselves. I don't think Portia is willing to do the work, as, as it showed on that trip anyway. Exactly. It would be like a retreat. If, for those that haven't watched it, it would be like a retreat for the family to, to have some healing, just to go through, like, talk about what has upset them, all that kind of stuff. Portia was not invested. She didn't even what? come to anything. She didn't, she didn't turn up. All, she the, didn't all, the, up. all the tasks, she was not there for it. I think what other, another thing that was really funny is that one thing I've learned from Real Housewives and from reality TV shows do not go on a spiritual retreat. Don't go on a damn spiritual retreat. At least fighting every time they got. I've never seen no one go on a spiritual <laughs> retreat and come back more spiritually retrieved. These people, they get unhinged. Yeah. It's like whatever spirits are talking to them, they're like, they're like, fighter, fighter, slap her in the face, punch that <laughs> tell her about herself. Like, I, I'm so. If anyone invites me to a spiritual retreat, I will have to politely decline because uh, my eyes have seen some things. Listen, okay, for spiritual retreat. I've, I've really tried, but I think, but I think those are the main characters 
and I'll call that kind of stuff. I don't know. Oh, so Dennis, I like I like Dennis. I feel like, I like people are seeing his own show. He they're going to find of ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> but I'd like to see him more. Really if he comes back to Real Housewives, I would love to see him more on there as well. I don't think so. I don't think Portia's coming back to Real Housewives. I don't see her coming. I I I think she'd come back to Real Housewives if her and Simon split up. Mm. I don't see that happening anytime soon. They're gonna have to ride this thing until the wheels fall off at this point. Yeah, I agree with that actually. Too much has been done. But I also think, oh my god, Portia's auntie, Storm's mum. The relationship between Storm and her mum makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just don't get why. It must be so nuanced and there must be so much around it. But the way Storm reacts to her mum, like it's like the lady's heart is breaking every single season. All that session they had where she was screaming and jealous, the Holy Spirit hit her. I felt, I felt scared. Mom was just looking at her like, oh my God. I thought it was a little bit embarrassed. I would be like, um. She wanted to disappear, you could tell, and sis was scared. She said, yeah! I've never had somebody scream like that before. But it reminded me of church days. When Absolutely. people were, when Holy Spirit go, oh, Exactly. So and the Holy Spirit grabbed her at that time. Yeah, but I, don't I was scared. It gave yeah. me flashbacks. <laughs> Stephanie. I think that as well, that made me really, I, I don't like Storm. She didn't come across well. No, I, I do not like her. Mini Portia. That's a Portia. Portia likes people that are like her. Yeah, she's bad vibes though. Terrible, terrible vibes. Terrib- I think that last scene with Portia and Dennis, I, that, that really upset me. Because yeah. you know what, with me, as a growing up with a, with a single mother, all that kind of stuff, to have a man that's willing to be a good father, who well, that's his job to be a father, he, he actually yeah. wants to be there. He's, you're not telling him that you want to move with, you're, not, you're, not, you're going to move with yeah. Simon to another state. He's like, yeah. He has to go and drive long it's distance, come child. You've not discussed that. Not, even his, the school that you're going to go to, he's a PJ. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? I know. I know. And there's a, there's a someone tweeted this and I, I i saw it as well there is a huge difference in the way that portia conducts herself when she's off camera and when she's on camera or when she thinks the cameras aren't watching her mm. that whole thing about texting everyone not to talk about what happened at the fight and then behaving like she didn't do that That's i was very just, scary it was really really scary it was really scary like it was I just thought to myself, no, but like, even that fight itself, she was so disrespectful. Yeah. No, 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 no. That she was... hit people that weren't involved. She was hitting the producers. She broke her plate on someone's head. Did you oh. see that? Did she she did what? Oh my god! So me and my friend were watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And we're watching the fight, and we literally sat down and really and I, I can't tell you how many times I rewound that thing to watch it again. Like CCTV, like I swear to you, stop it there. You stop right there. You see her arm. She okay. She broke a plate over one of the producer's heads. Yeah. She picked up um, a microphone and yes. hit that same guy on the same spot where she broke the plate over his head. He didn't have nothing to do with it. First of all, why, no, why is he in it? I'm sh- I hope he's got relevant compensation and I yeah. need to her because you need to go back and watch it. She picked up a plate and went to throw it at Dennis, but the guy's tall, so she's lunged it and crash it's broke on the guy's head my drawers my drawers on the floor i swear it was that whole thing it was just horrible like like dennis didn't hit her you could see the whole thing she leaned in to go at his mum yes. and he pushed her away yes. she wanted to fight him anyway she's yes. deeply no, she was going for that moment she was clocking exactly. for that moment absolutely and she she still loves that man and she's doing all Absolutely. of this to just be petty and spiteful and whatever and all of her feelings about and all the resentment and all of the everything is just simmering up and it comes out in all these really childish ways. It's like, you keep talking about what's best for Pilar, what's best for Pilar, what's best for Pilar, but Dennis really is doing the work to do what's best for Pilar. Yeah. Not so much. 
it, it's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, and what upset me about that because I've we've watched her journey over the past. Is it ten mm-hmm. years she's been on the on the show? And she's talking about how her abs of her father really impacted her life. It's sad that you want to repeat history because for me, I know how as I said how it's to be in a position, but I would not want to bring kids into this world and now come and do what what you've gone through firsthand. That is the worst. Thing. That's very selfish. I think you can't pass that stuff. You can help with a lot of things in this life, but to be selfish with your child's exactly. the child's yeah. happiness. So the child like when he when he dropped her off at Porsche's place and he, she left, the, the girls at the door said, "Daddy, daddy!" Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That, that's exactly. don't do that to your child. Absolutely, and I think also part of the problem is that. When they said on the show that Portia was turning 40, I was like, <laughs> not 40. This is not a woman that behaves like she even knows that she's 40. The kind of balance and sense that one should have at this point. Like, I, I thought having children later on in life was supposed to make you, I don't know, like. How about awakening? Like, oh my right? God, the, the maturity. If she doesn't, she didn't have that. Like, Dennis, you've you've attacked him. You've tried to attack his mom. You've called him every type of bitch under the sun. <laughs> Still came to PJ's being no questions asked, no nothing. He didn't even fault her on that. I'm sure, given the opportunity, she would have denied him that. And yes. I, I think that's a dangerous kind of person because Very again, dangerous. she goes out of her way to play the victim, but it's yeah. always like she tries to manipulate the narrative to make it what works yeah, best for her. Yeah. And I'm glad we got to see though that that is yeah. what she's doing because I agree. again, where I do still like Portia, don't get me wrong, I'm seeing. She is human and she's just a person. And I think this has given us the opportunity to see that actually these people are just people. They have lives outside of the store. I agree. Exactly. They have lives outside of the 40 minutes a week that we watch them. Yes. You know, that's been heavily edited, which is weeks and weeks of their life. Mm, 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 mm. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's, it has been a bit of a shame to watch her do that, but yeah. I still love her. Yeah. But that's our thoughts on Porsche's family match. Let us know if you've watched the show. I think you can find it on Prime Video. That's how I watched it. When, when they were uploading on time anyway. If not, there's Mr. Premier Chat. <laughs> All of the stuff. Exactly. Because of time, I want to skip past the uh, Jenny and then go straight to Ariana next. And then we can go into the interview. Oh, God, I've taken a lot of your time. I have taken a lot of your time. Right. So we're gonna go into Ari Lennox. So she did an interview. I'm I'm not gonna give a person promo because this we don't promote the kind of people like that. Uh, but the, the person asked her a very inappropriate question. I think regarding her sex life, and you can visit that she was uncomfortable. She was like, huh? Like, what kind of stuff? And I think people were trying to say, oh, we're trying to over situation, but I think she confirmed that she was uncomfortable. That like, because of that, she wants to stop doing interviews. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that? She's absolutely within her rights I to do that. Absolutely, and I don't blame her for doing it. Mm-hmm. I think not enough people mind enough of their own business these days. And I think with social media as well, we've got to a point where people literally operate without any boundaries, regardless of whether they know you well or not. Mm-hmm. More people need to start turning down interviews. Less people need platforms and we need to now start putting boundaries and blockers on these people's platforms if less people cared about what they had to say then they'd have less people to talk to that makes sense i agree with you so much it's just a disrespectful thing to do like don't ask me anything about my i'm not asking you about your sex life your boring ass life or anything like that so and if you can see i'm uncomfortable especially don't even try exactly let that die oh it's it's okay to apologize i'm sorry i made you uncomfortable let's move on to something else you don't need to stand your ground when you're wrong people don't get that enough it's okay to not stand your ground if you're chatting shit. It's yes. fine. Yes. Shut the hell up. Yes. It's okay to shut the hell up sometimes. Okay. I wish more people did. I wish I did more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, my issue was the fact people were saying, oh, she talks about sex in her music, so it should be okay. It is not okay. I think when it comes to songwriting, 
they are in their safe space. That is, that's them in their safe space. They're actually constantly having that conversation with themselves. They're all the writers, we've got writers there. So that, that, that is them in their safe space. An interview, I feel like there's ways to go around it. And it's, actually before that, it's going around. before you even do that, ask. Right. I've even had Scott Young Famous on here on my podcast, who she's a sex blogger, reach out to her, that kind of stuff. Even though she does that, I knew my boundaries. I knew, okay, this is, even before I asked her, okay, what do you want to touch on? What do we not want to touch on? But that kind of stuff. It's very important to have that clarity. So she's yeah. not kind of blindsided like how she was. I feel like you can tell she was shocked. Yeah. I feel like, again, there's a way to go as an interview where you have to know, okay, so what, what inspired your writer? Like, that, that would have been a way for, okay, if she felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. She can actually go if she wants to, and you will be able to gauge what she wants to talk about. But okay. going in like that, that's bad interviewing skills in the first place, regardless of who it is, what, what they talk about. It's disrespectful. Being an interviewer isn't a skill that people like anyone can be an interviewer these days. It's no longer a skill. No. It's social media and the way that life is, honestly, has just got so many people. And then it does a good job a lot of the time when it gives people like you who are genuinely, you know, good at oh, what you do and interested in what people have to talk about and have interesting things to talk about. And you conduct yourself in a great way. When you do these interviews, you ask beforehand, you do your due diligence, you make sure that people are comfortable, you do your checks. However, anyone can have this platform. All you need is a computer and a laptop. Like, oh. and a, even that, you know, is a, optional extra yeah it's true it's true it's it's, the professionalism has been taken out of so many different like streams and so many different occupations that now it just becomes a thing of like who's life is just too much about clout these days life is too much about it's It's a popularity everything is just a popularity contest it's about who can be the most shocking who can be the most rude who can be the most obnoxious who could be when there's not enough focus on positively doing a good job at the things that you do any kind of publicity works for anybody these days and that is just such a shame like the big problem the authenticity has been taken out of so many things authenticity yeah. doesn't really exist anymore which is a I can't lie black women especially need to be protected because i feel like i hate what she's had to do in the industry especially in this past year yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of just like yeah. sneaky comments being made just have been disrespected that's a yeah. serious baby it's not about even just serious, regardless of who she is but literally she is someone that she should be interviewed by e mm-hmm. it's for all these big platforms this small small like a muffin this to let them let them be going <laughs> Yes, and that's the thing. Why should someone like her even be on that kind of platform? That they can ask mm-hmm. and that the answer will be. And that's the thing as well. It's just about these big names. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think there's, she should, she should be again like Glamour magazine. She should be upheld. Yes, honestly. I, people I, I, are going to listen. Stop going on these incels podcasts so that they can, you know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Please yeah. stop giving them a platform. It's, it's a shock that they even, that this many men like that have the opportunity the to yeah. talk I even saw Spotify posted another one that was, I, I don't know their name anyway to give them the promo anyway but I saw Spotify posted a, a video of, of like an incel kind of thing a woman checking them or whatever I said why Why are we doing this why are we pushing a big Spotify platform like yourselves why are you pushing right. like, people that are put, that actually grinding making exactly. good content yeah. and you're not pushing that it's a big and then the people that this is again it's all about clout yeah. it's all about Larry it's all, it's all it about starts about from the top it really does exactly and that's that's literally what it is life is just one long tiktok at this point like if it can't be made into a tiktok then it's not really you know what I, I'll, I'll keep it that quote yeah, i'll keep it that quote everybody's just on tiktok these days everything's just all about tiktok is it, <laughs> TikTok? Is it a tiktok can we make a tiktok dance out of it can we put this can we put a clip on tiktok yeah, yeah, that literally. life is just one long tiktok and i'm not with it like it's yeah, just i agree with you nothing needs to matter anymore because no one is substance isn't important to enough mm. people anymore 
I guess I'm old because I still care about substance. It's, it's, it's so important. You know what? Let's keep on pushing it. Like, as we do, let's keep on pushing the ones of substance. Okay. I love it. But that's our thoughts on our life. And that's all for the trending topics. It's now time to get into offer me and all that you do. Okay. I want to start off from the beginning. So how did you discover your love for skincare? So it wasn't so much I discovered my love for skincare. It was something that just was always my life. Mm. So... Um, I have suffered from eczema since literally as long as I can remember Mm. and I remember being really young and my parents running themselves ragged trying to find things that worked for my skin Mm. it was like my eczema was like no 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 honey we only get worse around here we don't get better (laughs) (laughs) it would trick you sometimes like the flare-ups would go away it's like back with a vengeance Mm. Um, (laughs) back with a vengeance I swear and it was a big huge source of insecurity for me like I naturally am someone who for some reason is just super confident Mm. but you know, having to cover up constantly, being really like conscious and anxious about my skin and your skin is everything. Like people look at you and they see your skin. Like it was things that like I used to get bullied about. I never really took mm. it. It used to hurt my feelings. It used to upset mm. me. I never really took mm. it too seriously because I know that this is just my skin. There's nothing I can do. It's not anything I'm doing to myself, I guess. So it did play a huge part in my life for years. And then I think I turned like 18, 19 and I was like, enough is enough. I want to start trying to find things that work for my skin. Oh, so nice. when I was in uni, I used to start making concoctions. Like my flatmates would come home and there'd be honey on my face. So I'd have <laughs> shrimp under my armpits or I'd be making like an oatmeal, yogurt and honey and sugar paste and trying to, you know, use it as a face mask to just try to sort out my skin. Mm-hmm. Then I started doing more research into like what ingredients work for what. I started learning really about like the biology, the fundamentals of it. I was speaking to... Um, chemists, I was speaking to biologists, I was speaking to biochemists, I was speaking to dermatologists, like if you had any kind of ist at the end of your name and you could be helpful to me, I've spoken to you. Um, And that kind of, so when I learned at home how to deal with my skin, it was, it really changed my life, I think, and it changed the way that I saw skin and skincare. It was, Mm. skincare to me was something that I was always burdened with. It was never a pleasure for me. I knew I had to Mm. always be conscious of my skin because it was an ailment but then it got to a point where I have to be conscious of my skin because I'm I'm treating something I'm trying to cure this thing and I need to know be in the know constantly because you know sometimes with your skin it gets used to things so I need to know what the next thing I can Uh, use how can I not let my skin get used to it all of these kind of things I had to really just look into so that's where my passion for skincare began um yeah so that's yeah that is beautiful (laughs) so what made you want to start the glow pots so I realized, and I know a lot of people say this, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I started it because I had this issue and I wanted to solve it, blah, blah, blah. But that actually is what was the problem. Like at the time, I didn't know any skincare brands for black people. I didn't. Mm, yep, yep, yep. There yep. were none. And it was really difficult for me, especially because a lot of the products that I were using were really expensive. There were things that I had to make myself at home if they weren't super expensive. Mm. There's not enough research done into like certain products and the way that they affect skin issues on black skin. Yeah. They were just not that. So I just thought to myself, like, I want to create that. I want to be that for the people. Like, we don't have this. There's a gap in the market. Obviously, it's something that I thought, yeah, I can make money off, blah, 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 blah. Great. But that was never my intent behind making because I've not going to lie, I've always been good at making money. That's never been an issue to me. One, when I have an idea of something and I see a gap in the market, mm-hmm. it could have been that some I'd given someone else the idea for the globe and they did it. I would have been just as happy because that's something for the people and that they can actually do that. When the girls were telling me about saying eyes and they said, oh, I've got dry skin and it's, it's, it's whatever, I just thought to myself, we shouldn't have to live like this. We actually shouldn't have to live like this. We've just had this whole natural hair care revolution. Let's take it to skin. Yeah. And that's what made me want to start the Globe Pot. That's, that's not 
how I started the Glow Pod. That's a different story. But that's this is the why. So how did you bring it from idea into execution? Because I think that was because because that's that's not a small thing to do. A skincare business. I know. A successful like that. So what helped you to go from it being an idea to actually bring it to life? Um, first of all, money. So I had a little bit of change saved up. So I would say the total amount that I used to start the Glowport, like from like ordering samples, mm. and start a website, everything like that, it was like £2,500, mm. which isn't a lot to start a business if I'm telling you right now really really isn't a lot so it was like I was contacting different places asking them for different formulations asking them for samples doing my research into what products work well will these work well together um I was looking for investors even before I was mm. reached out to my cousin reached out to different people they didn't invest because I don't know well they missed out on that opportunity listen that's their loss now look at it look at it but yeah, so I was, it was, it was a lot of work. And I remember at the time I was working in a job and it was super flexible. And I'd even like, they'd even help me with like the Glowport website and stuff like that. And mm. send me to the post office, but like, yeah, ship your products out like from here and all that kind of stuff. So the the actual story of like how I got into the Glowport was I had this money to decide, um, well, someone had gifted me a sum of money and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to use the majority of it to buy me and my best friend Gucci bags um right so I'm on the Gucci website I've called her I'm like sis what Gucci bag do you want like I'm looking at this one I'm sending their pictures and we're like ooh, ooh, ooh. she's like mm. I mean a Gucci bag would be nice but why don't you use the money to start that business that you've been planning this whole time come on friend I was like yeah <laughs> you're right oh we need friends like this listen and that's my sister till this day like honestly everything I have is hers as well like my heart we are that is my soulmate I swear to you but yeah that is actually how I started the glow pot because it would have been it was either Gucci or glow pot and she there was so G much or G. exactly G or G and it was I picked the right G, G heard it. so yeah that was how I got into it um it was it wasn't easy though it wasn't easy but I'm someone that's a very determined person I'm gonna get things done if I say I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do it and it was exciting as well because I was it was something that I was passionate about so that was really good as well like being able to see it come to life mm-hmm. I never ever expected it to get to where it is today honestly I just started selling cream from my bedroom that's what I tell people to say I just wanted to sell cream from my bedroom mm-hmm. make some small change make some small changes in the mm-hmm. world and here we are now and um, those were small those were big changes by the thank way. you big and changes. more to come many 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 Amen. more to come we're gonna get that as well later on you you try to scare us. <laughs> We're against that, but I don't want to jump ahead to, to the timeline of, of your journey. But before I get into that, yes. what are some of your favorite achievements? You've achieved a lot. I've witnessed it. I'm just so proud. But I want you to be able to before going to like challenges. I want to talk about the accomplishments and the achievements first. First thing I would say, my best and biggest achievement like till today is actually starting the business. Of course, because that's a, a, an issue that a lot of people come to yeah, where they yeah, yeah. start. Um, second of all. Avon um and we won the for that. Ever, yes we won Avon's first ever beauty and color startup competition um and that is probably one of the biggest milestones in my life period um another one is finding my team yeah. they have been life-saving like they it is amazing to have found people that are as passionate about what I do as I am like it's been such a beautiful feeling and people that I'm compatible with people that want to see my vision that have amazing ideas like that I can collaborate with huge 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 achievements being featured in some of the magazines that I used to dream about being in when I was a kid 
it's just the whole experience like it's been very up and down but there's so many achievements that I can't even remember anymore because there's some you of these have things. to tap into those achievements and be writing it down because I think as the people who said is so many ups so many downs I think it's very important that we write out every achievement because that's Thank what you. keeps us going because you've done so well it's actually really inspiring to see what you've done like well done to you and this whole team as well as you mentioned teamwork makes a dream Girls, exactly team I say this to them all the time they are really my dream team and oh. teamwork really does make the dream work really does agree what are some of the challenges that comes with starting a business because of course we've seen a lot of people start a business then yeah. the next week they vanish <laughs> what so, has kept you going what what challenges have you gone through and what has kept you going those challenges so one of the main challenges i would say for any business starting up is capital and mm. financing your business mm. it, even till now it's difficult to because there are some months where we don't do as well as we might have another month and money's been allocated and this and that so it's about making sure that you're on top of your finances. Yeah. I say to people all the time, I am fleeing like a criminal from my accountant right now. I don't talk to my accountant, business with my accountant, I change my number, <laughs> my accountant because I can't deal with all of that. But have somebody in your organization that at least, or at least do the work yourself to try and understand the finances of your business. Because if you don't have money, if you don't have business, if you don't have business, then you can't make money. So there's that. I think understanding your audience and your market is a big thing that people do not do i can say 90 percent of my success in business is because i understand and pay attention to my market and my audience so much not only the people that are buying my products the people that aren't buying my products the people that are buying my competitors products what are my competitors doing what do their customers look like is there overlap how can i get those people to buy my products as well where can i reach them what language should i be using to reach these people what am, where do i sit within the market how can i stay there and make a big name for myself there within that particular market and that all just comes from I get told all the time, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to my business. Oh, you do. Listen, and that is it. You need to know what you are talking about. You need to know what you're doing. You need to, you can ask me anything about the Glowport right now and I'll be able to answer that question for you immediately. Mm -hmm. I may need a second or two to think, but I know the answer. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to know. Like people have a good idea and they start a business. Like for example, someone may start a beauty brand and they're selling lip glosses. That's great. Who are you selling your lip glosses to? Who, what is your unique selling point? Mm -hmm. What are your customers looking for? Why are they your customers? Why are you targeting those specific specific people? Are they going to remain your customers? If you do something new, will your customer base change? Mm -hmm. How do you continue to, it's, how do you continue to retain the customers that already like what you're selling? Like there's so much that goes into it, but people are all just about, we need to make money. I need to make money. I need to do <gasps> this and I need to make money. If you're at a, like, in my workshops, in my one-to-ones, in my masterclasses, I say this constantly. Mm -hmm. If you are running a business just to make money, it shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you are running, I'm a making notes as you're talking. I'm, I'm looking like I'm making notes. <laughs> I'm making notes. <laughs> this, this, this is a word. It's just authenticity. I think because I'm authentic about what I'm doing, I'm authentic about my brand. I'm authentic about what I want from my brand. I'm authentic about what I want from my customers. I provide good good customer service my team provides good customer service because we genuinely want to because we want our customers to be happy with the product and the service that we're providing we take feedback from our customers and we take that well any criticism that you bring I want to hear more because that shows me what I need to do because yeah. if yeah. if I'm selling to a million people and one person comes to me and says that they're angry about one thing let me just assume that 10% of my target audience feels the same way as that one person does. Mm. That means out of a million people, mm. like 10,000 people or mm. however much 10% of a million is, mm. is those amount of people are angry at me. I would rather focus on making sure that the 90 or the 990, whatever million people that 
are happy, stay happy, but I'm also making sure that while I retain that from those customers and I retain what's making them happy, listen to the feedback and the criticism of the unhappy people and turn them into happy customers. You can turn anybody into a happy customer if you're listening to what the demand is for your market and for your audience. People don't do that enough. Um, I've made money from this business. I make money from everything I do, period. That's just who Ooh, I am. Money likes me. Money is attracted to me. And, and it comes to us and it may I receive it all. It. May I money receive it. Be on your side. May money never be such a thing to you in your life that everything in your in your life is revolves around money. Yes. Money will come and money will go. But if you're yes. running a good business, that's authentic, that's genuine. That is what the people are looking for. It's about longevity. And longevity comes from passion and knowledge and doing the right things i would say i need to i think i don't know if it's gonna be a podcast i don't know what you need to do i need to hear you speak more yeah. <laughs> because what i'm actually planning to start my neck hurts from not there i'm like new, new, new. <laughs> i think I, I completely agree and no, you I'm, are amazing thank you, you are so oh my god i can't stress it enough i can't stress it enough no I, like first of all you got a very amazing talking voice that's the first thing but i feel like the knowledge as well like, and the passion beautiful but i want to touch on customer service because i want to be telling from my personal experience and what people have even told me as well people that i don't have put, put onto the go part and they message me they said like they reply fast they're so respectful they actually greet <laughs> they greet <laughs> they greet because <laughs> people don't know how to i don't have manners anymore they agree like they actually break because some people have got skin concerns as you mentioned maybe have like dry skin combination skin we'll go into that in a bit anyway but there's kind of skin types but they bring up they, they can talk about their concerns and they can actually get an answer Tell us why it's so important to have effective customer service. So quality products and quality customer service, I would say are the two most important things about running a business. I am fortunate to have the queen of customer service, our lovely, lovely Lucy at the Glowpot. And it's about having people that actually care about other people. Lucy cares about the brand, but she also cares about the customers. I can wake up in the morning to messages from Lucy and she's sharing screenshots of customers' issues and she's like, how are we going to resolve this? Like, Mm. what do you want me to say? I want to give her a refund, but is there anything else that I can also do on top? It's about going above and beyond because I'm running my business because, again, I have a vision that I want to see come to life, but these people are supporting my vision. No one has to buy from the Glowport ever. No one ever has to buy from the Glowport, whether the products are good, whether the this, it's that, it works for your skin. No one ever has to buy from the Glowport. The fact that people do and they're supporting my vision, like why wouldn't I want to make sure that you have a pleasant and joyous experience with not only the products working well for you, but the customer service being nice. That's how you get people to stay. That's how you get people to come back. Absolutely. Relationships. Absolutely. There were so many opportunities that I've had just based off the fact that my customers have approached me and said, you know, we like your brand. We like you. We want this moving forward. I take the Glowpot so seriously. But it shows. Nothing can ever make me not take customer service seriously. And if I ever have anyone on my team that isn't providing the the level of customer service, it needs to be 10 out of 10. Like if you have a bad review for us, then that's, it's on us. We're having a bad day. We, Mm. you know, what could we have done better? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much about that. People don't, People don't see the bigger picture a lot of the time. Yeah, Yeah, it's a customer and yeah, you're providing that person with a service and yeah, they don't have to buy from you and you also don't have to give them 10 out of 10 customers. You don't have to, Mm -hmm. but why not? 
Why not? <laughs> Literally. Why That's, not? Why not? It, a, lot of, a lot of these companies, like the super drugs, they've gotten away with mediocre customers. Yeah. Like average, oh, this, this, that. But okay. going above and beyond, like you've done, like, oh, like that, that's literally, that's, that's what you mean. Like, come on, it's amazing. It's, I'm so proud. Honestly, here's my message, y'all. It's not like, oh, it's my the person that I'm working with. I feel like, I'm, I feel like customers are like, oh, because sometimes I have concerns. Like, for example, if there's a new product, I'm like, oh, how do we use it? Yeah. We'll break down everything. Oh, go look at the website. You got to break it down. Oh, let's just, Oh, it can be used this way, it can be used that way. Like, I think it was those, I think it was the serum. I think that I know there's one product that I oh, I can't remember, but I feel like I use it as a serum. No, no the spot one. The spot yes, like, like, yes, like, oh, when you put on target areas or you put on the face, you think you use it as both. The way that was answered and broken out to me, because I like, I do ask people questions sometimes, because I, I, I do want to know. But the fact that you don't you don't say you don't mean for oh, for dumb or anything, this is amazing. People don't understand, like, you, as a customer, you don't know as much as I know about the business. I tell the girls all the time, be confident in what you're saying to the customers and know what you're talking about because they, there's no such thing as a stupid question. You can ask me the same question about the same products day in, day out. <laughs> you have to keep asking me these questions. That yeah. just means that I'm not explaining it to you properly. Mm. And what I want to do is, I think another thing that's so important in terms of customer service are values and our aims and our mission at the Glowport is not just to give people the tools to mm -hmm. make their skin better but it's to give them the knowledge and understanding of yes. what is happening to their skin and why this is making their skin better yes. I would rather someone only ever buys the same product from Glowport day in day out knowing exactly what that product does for their skin than buy everything and be confused at what they're mm -hmm. doing messing up their skin and using wow. things that don't work well for them but honestly like I'm actually like what I can say for a fact I'm not doing this for the money that's just a bonus I'm doing this for bonus, the culture. Yeah. I'm doing this for the people I'm I've doing got it the chills <laughs> it's, it's just the passion I swear this is this chills. is what I'm supposed to do with my life and I know it I want to get to the rebrand yes, honey. because you tried it big, big time. you made us believe y'all were going forever I said I said wait I don't know about this <laughs> So let us take us down this route of the of the, the surprise of yeah. the announcement and then obviously the rebel. Let's talk about that. I will. So for a while, we've been trying to get into active skincare mm -hmm. and we've been trying to think like, how can we make it in a way because we formulate our products with black and darker skin tones in mind, period. What different products can we get together? We had Bilkis who came on for a while, did an internship with us and she was a cosmetics formulator. And I just thought, how will we have the most impact behind this? Mm -hmm. And the way I wanted to launch it is that the glow pot, as you know, it is dead. But if I say that to people, they're going to be like, what does that mean? So I was like, yeah. okay, cool, we need to, sometimes I need to focus and I know that it gets really difficult and sometimes it's really as a business person it is so difficult to launch a new product that is very different from what you're already doing when you're already having day-to-day -day operations going on the team doesn't find that they have the time I don't have the time we can't execute and plan certain things to a T because we don't have enough hours during the day yeah. to do that so I was like I called a team meeting one day I was like ladies we're shutting down they were like are you fucking crazy have you lost your mouth my phone was blowing up they were like are you insane what is going on and i'm like no 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 no, not like that we just need to shut down operations for a while so we can focus on how to make things better we need to set up our pipeline we need to strategize we have so much to do but behind the scenes there's always a million things going on and i can't work with a million things going on i really really can't sometimes i can but for this particular product i couldn't so it was like okay cool let's kill the glow pop for now let's just go underground let's take everything offline so it's like okay bye guys we're gone forever I was so sad. Listen, I don't think anyone I've ever been messaged that much in my <laughs> entire life. But it literally was just a thing of 
We want to kill any preconceived notions that people have of the glow pot. Mm. We want to reimagine the brand completely and we want people to reimagine it. So it's been the rebirth of the glow pot with the glow plus. Um, and that's our new active range that we're formulating. And we've got the Acne Hero Plus, we've got the Triple Threat Plus, and we have got our Skin Saviour, um, the Glow As You Go Plus. And it really is about making sure that we have active high performance products that also are still gentle, but that work for specific skin issues that we like, that we find that happen a lot within the black community. Because yeah, the people need skincare, the people need skincare dedicated to them and their needs and their skin and their skin types and the issues plaguing our community when it comes to skin. So we were planning to launch end of January. We're a little bit delayed and I'm thinking that it will be like mid to end of February now, but it will be worth the wait. I can't can wait. I'm so excited. I'm I, so excited. Um, we've got so, 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 so much planned for this year. Like this is the year of Glowpot taking over the world. Amen. Like within the next five years, I am going to be running the biggest skincare brand in the world. Amen. So Amen. shall it be. Amen. Fenty levels of inclusion. Okay. We're going to be even, even beyond. Beyond. Trust me, me and Rihanna, we see each other. We're changing <laughs> the game. We're changing the, we're changing the, the platform yeah. for black people. We're changing the landscape. Absolutely. And the way that beauty works with black and darker skin. People of color shouldn't have to keep suffering, you know, with not having the products available to them. We make up so much of the market. We spend so much money on this stuff. That and- research that happened last year before, uh, yeah. years ago, I was stunned. <laughs> I said we are putting money in their pockets black people spend nine times more than any other ethnic group on cosmetics nine times more in most countries we make up the least of the population why are we spending nine times more on average black women spend two pounds no spend six pounds for every one pound that white women spend on skincare and beauty products six pounds for everyone and the products ain't even meant for us that's shocking. We're gonna look at Ashy. Ashy, Ashy. I wanna be white cast. And also, you guys need to buy the Glow for SPF because you don't get no white cast. We don't want no one looking ashy. That needs to be our, our slogan. The Glow Pot Skincare. We don't want no one looking ashy. <laughs> That's it. That is it. But yeah. I love that. That is so amazing. I wanna go into your workshops and masterclasses. Let us know about it and where people can find it. Okay, absolutely. So, in terms of my workshops and masterclasses, I. I'm trying to create a community mm-hmm. of black people, most more so black women who don't know what they're doing in business and we're going to support each other. I want to, I guess, be the Issa Rae of our community, of the beauty community, and we're all going to network across because everybody needs to level up together. Mm-hmm. What I've realized is there's so much that goes into running the business and there's so much stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm still finding out stuff that I don't know. Like even now in business and I'm making mistakes, there's been so much trial and error for me. If yeah. I can cut down the amount of trial and error that people coming up behind me are facing, why would I not do that? So I'm running workshops, I'm holding masterclasses and we're going to have events with the Glowpot. I've got, go to www.theglowmother.com or you can email me hello at theglowmother.com I do one-to-one sessions I do workshops I don't do mentoring yet simply because I myself don't have a mentor and I do not think yeah but I am here to support the growth of black women in any business that they're into like my I want to use my networks my resources my community I want us to help each other and to just really boost each other up as much as we can if you have questions don't be afraid to ask me because I remember not having anyone to ask when Mm. I was starting out and thankfully for me I've learned and found those people and I've you know met a lot of people along the way that have helped me massively but a lot of opportunities would not have come to me 
because I didn't know anyone, you know, at the time. Never be afraid to ask for help, especially from the people that you know. Who else am I going to share this information with mm. if I'm not sharing it with my sisters? So, yes, I'm going to be holding more forums. I'm going to be doing spaces on Twitter. I want to be doing, you know, Instagram lives. I'm going to just really create a community where we can all thrive and grow. Like males and females alike, anybody, non-binary, any sexuality, any anything, any gender, feel free. But black people, we need to start com- commun- communitizing. Mm-hmm communitizing i've made that word up but we need to start <laughs> i love it it sounds good to me it sounds good to me <laughs> literally yeah, like the sound of that. i say making words up myself it's, i i am emergent that's it so we need to communitize i'm trying to communitize the people um it's something that i'm really looking forward to getting more into this year doing a lot more business consulting doing a lot more group work and just doing a lot more around supporting the people around me because support is everything and i thank god for all the support that i've found on my journey in life honestly the last question though yeah. What does the future look like for the glow pots? Ooh, the future is bright, honey. The future is the glow pots. The glow pots is the future. This year, I really want to focus on expanding our operations internationally. So I'm mm. trying to break into the US and Canada. Um, I want to refine our product range so to really improve the efficiency of our products and improve the performance of our products so we can really focus on our hero products and making sure that we're branding those and making sure that they are reaching all the communities and audiences that they can adding new products to the range we're really really going in with glow plus this year we're going into body care we're talking hair care oh yes honey your girl is going to be a qualified expedition by the end of this year yes therapy treatments we're going to have the glow spa the glow clinics the glow everything like the future is bright and the future is the glow pot so you guys better get on the ride we also are probably going to be crowdfunding soon and giving people an opportunity to invest in the glow pot um and it would mean so much to me if as many people as have supported me so far and even more contribute to this and get involved in it because there's so much I want to do for the people. Like, honestly, I wish people knew how much money of the GoPod does not go into my pocket. I reinvest constantly into the business because this is my passion. This isn't just my job at all. Yes. So, yeah. That is, thank you so much for your time. This is one of my favorite episodes ever. I'm telling you, I always listen back to it, edit it, listen as a listener. It's yeah. my favorite. Like, oh my goodness. Where can the people find you for the last time? Let them know. Yeah, people can find me on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter at the Glow Mother. So come on, Brandon. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> Yes, the same by everyone. Listen, we stay glowing. So you can find me, The Glow Mother. You can go to www.theglowmother.com um, and you can reach out to me there. You can DM me. Feel free to get in contact with me if you need any support, any networking I can do, any opportunities that anyone thinks I'd be good for. Please reach out. This is my year. This is our year. Manny, thank you so much for having me. You are amazing. You are incredible. You are a light and you bring together so many people in the community. You talk yeah. about so many important things everyone needs to support you because oh, you yeah. cancer. I swear to say baby I know I know we cancers that's why we see each other that's how we see each other it, it makes sense it all makes sense apart. I'm pretty sure we're two days apart me and you I'm second I'm fourth yeah ah! two days. yes yeah. you see you are an incredible human being and you, life only get more incredible for you and maybe you have the opportunity yeah. to show your talents to as many people oh. as possible i pray that your name is always being said in the right rooms but, oh. wherever they're talking about greatness may you be mentioned everything you touch will turn to gold stay pure and stay golden you are it my darling you are it Continue. Oh. <laughs>
Okay, I've you so well tonight. That's <laughs> what you said. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much. And it's been your boy Manny. Follow me. Okay, unfortunately, that's my other council. My brand is not the same everywhere now. <laughs> it's, it's the classic man on Twitter, the classic money everywhere else, Instagram, TikTok. I think that's all I use to be honest. <laughs> Tease Money HQ everywhere. Don't forget to rate the podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to share it, follow the podcast. All you have to do as usual and as I always in the podcast don't forget to always do you and be unapologetic bye guys bye guys yeah baby I'm a classic man